Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. Throughout human history, there have been countless scuffles, melees, and fracasses. When planes were invented, we didn't magically just stop belting the shit out of each other. So ladies and gentlemen, strap in, kick your shoes off, recline your seat without checking, drink your duty free, and start staring aggressively at strangers. This is Mid-Flight Brawl. Mid-air madness, passengers trading blows. Mid-air brawl on board a scoot flight from the Gulf. At LAX, thrown off a flight from Bali. A disruptive passenger on board. Cussing, screaming, spitting, even urinating. Many of them have been captured on cell phones. Where's the lady that started the I hope this crashes. Out the fucking door! Welcome to Mid-Flight Brawl. Any tip rat can fly now, and here's what happens when they do. I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. If it isn't Macaulay Culkin himself I'm looking at. <laughs> Fuck yeah, home alone, buddy. John McAllister. <laughs> oh, Ke- Kevin. Kevin, not John. Fuck me. Kevin McAllister. John McAllister's uh, diehard, isn't he? No, that's John McClane. Oh, I beg your pardon. We've both had too many beers since those films came out. Yeah. <laughs> um, Mate, I'm I'm home alone and living the fucking dream. Woo! Yeah. No one here. I was meant to. It was meant to be a packed weekend. My wife and son went away last Thursday just before. Uh, well, they didn't know. They just went away for a week with my mother-in-law and uh, my wife's sister. They booked out a house down the beach and then lockdown. So I didn't have to go anywhere on the weekend. I was meant to take an eight-seater plane. To a gig with Merrick Watts and Tommy Little. Oh, yeah. And a few others. Was Merrick going to make you parachute out of it to the gig? Yeah, with a knife in my teeth and my dog strapped to my chest <laughs> with the fucking <laughs> full face camo paint on. No one went then. No. Nah. Yeah, right. Good move. Man, secretly wrapped because I saw the um, I saw the weather on Saturday. No good. Yeah. So you pulled out before it was cancelled. Yeah. Brilliant. Well, I just didn't want to get trapped there if something happened. Were they all still keen and you pulled out early? So you get the I told you so rights as well. <laughs> I assume I got the I told you so's. That's fucking result. I love when shit falls into place like that. Oh, I didn't check with anyone else, but it does feel pretty good top out first. Man, it's great. It's like when you you know you invite a fuckhead to a party and, and you know he can't come. It's risky just in case they can, <laughs> but you're like, I've got to get the points here. I'll invite the, the manager to the party. I'll check the roster, make sure he's on during the party so he can't come. I'll invite him anyway so I get the points. I sound like a good bloke and he doesn't come. Fucking result. Mate, ultra result. So that, uh, the radio station, I got an invite through Channel 9 to the tennis on Sunday and I thought, never been to the tennis. Fuck, I'll go and check it out. I'd accepted that, then realised the UFC was on. I was like, fuck, got to go to the tennis. That's written off. So I just got to sit on the couch and watch fights by myself. Jesus Christ. All Sunday. Watched every single fight and heard this, one of the best bits of commentary you'll ever hear in sport ever. There's a little bit of colour commentary 
from John Anik, the UFC commentator. Both of these fighters have dealt with custody battles involving their children. Andre Yule's son, Eli, is seven, and as of this broadcast, does not have rights to see him, does not know where his son is. Thankfully oh. for Andre, though, there's a happy ending here a little bit. He's got a 10-month-old son, Joy. June, I should say, that it, that is now his pride and joy, but Gutierrez also dealing with a custody battle in his own right. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it blew up on the internet. I was watching at home immediately in the in the UFC group chat. Who the fuck heard that? And everybody, what is this cunt on about? John Anik. Brilliant. So good. He's the one. And he's always yelling the, the sponsors and everything. This fight brought you by Modelo, right? He'll say all that shit. As, as soon as it gets outside of brands, he's falling apart. <laughs> <laughs> he's brought up so good. the custody battle belt. Between these two blokes, but he's what was the son's name? Son called June, like the like a sand dune, I, I assume, not the girl's name, June. I'm not sure. Hold on, let's scroll back. And the other dealt one was with Eli. Custody battles involving their children. Andre Yule's son Eli is seven. Eli. And as of this broadcast, does not have rights to see him. Does not know where his son is. Thankfully oh. for Andre, though, oh, there's a happy ending here a little bit. He's got a ten month old son, Joy. June, I should say that it, June. that is now his pride and joy. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Bit of fun. Bit off calling his son Pride and Joy. <laughs> Bit of fun there. Oh, it's brilliant. Bit of fun there in the UFC commentary booth. I wouldn't be saying about that about someone who could belt the shit out of me. No question. Yeah, two of them. You know, you wouldn't even mention about your custody battles. No. Man, it's been, it's <laughs> been a good. rough rough week for uh, rough week for bogan names, though. Did you see the news, mate? Oh, yeah. Oh, the one you sent me. Yep. You must have seen it there. Absolutely. Yeah. Five-time Jeopardy game show champion Braden Smith dies suddenly in Las Vegas. We've lost to Jaden. Oh. He was 24, which is, I don't know, what's that for Braden's, you reckon? Well, it's in the age range. That's a mature age, Braden. That's a sort of a, you know, it's like a nine-year-old Labrador. You go, yeah, fair enough. Could have got to 12, didn't quite get there. Whatever. <laughs> go dig a hole, son. This bloke, he looks like a champ. I actually saw him on the news last year. He was killing the game. He won five times. Oh, he's very bright. Yeah. But the Lord casts a very wide net for Bradens and Jadens. Like he, his parents would have thought, we're home here. He's real clever. He's a five-time Jeopardy champion, no less. He's going to go on, on to big things, such as working for the government, which was his aim. Um, but then all of a sudden, see you later. But not a, not a typical Braden or Jaden death, nah. was it? Even though it was sudden, not as sudden as a like an impact. Yeah, of course. You know, like a fucking Tannerite death. By the way, um my new favourite thing, and I just discovered this this afternoon, just type Jaden into Google and click news. Oh. Yeah. You'll be there all day. Uh lucky to be alive. Twelve year old hurt and alleged hit and run. Jaden. Mm. Um yeah. rugby league. There's a Jaden Braley. There's an apprentice jockey, Jaden Barry. Jaden Sullivan, lead leads Dragons, Generation Next. Um, Jaden Penno Thompson's tragic last moments after he mysteriously vanished on a road trip to Cairns. Yeah. Uh, court told there is sufficient evidence for Jaden Mora to stand trial over Gold Coast balcony murder. Just um. Uh, is, is there any on the first few pages of Google Jaden news that are like Jaden wins an award? You know, Jaden does this for the community. <laughs> Jaden Jaden opens a new library. <laughs> like TV Black Box, which is like a TV Weekly style thing. Recap. 
Hole in one lands pilot Jaden Lawson a holy moly victory. What? It's a Jaden that's a pilot. Oh, Jaden is pleased to announce that it will begin diamond drilling. I'm like, what? Jaden is pleased to announce that it. And I thought, oh, maybe this Jaden doesn't use that he or she pronouns. Fair enough. <laughs> no. But it turns out there's a Jaden Resources. What? Do you reckon that's just placing Jadens in jobs? Jaden Resources? <laughs> Short term contracts only. <laughs> Michigan's Mich- don't give him a jackhammer. Michigan statewide receiver Jaden Reed charged with uh, OWI operating while intoxicated. Oh yeah. Uh, there's another Jaden who's a quarterback, a Brad Bradbury man jailed over violent road rage attack. It was a Jaden. Jesus Christ. Another yep. Jaden avoids prison. Well, that's unusual. Wow. Pretty grim. Oh, hold on. Judges Jaden Brewer decision dunks. What? Fuck off. No. It's not a no way. Is it a judge, Jaden? Judge Jaden. That's gonna be a cha- that's gonna be like a TV judge. Judge Jaden would be a sick show. <laughs> Just getting Jadens on and seeing what they can do. Um, Jaden Brewer. Oh no, no, he's being no, no, judged. No. Yeah, he's being judged. Judges are like eighty years old. Yeah, I assume it's America we're talking. Judge Jaden. Yeah, there was no judge, Jaden. Absolutely not. You'll be happy though. I found out. Um, the first Jaden, but this is J-A-D-O-N, to appear in the U.S. Census is Jadon. So that's J-A-D-O-N, Jadon Solomon Jones, born 1858 of South Carolina. But that's a J-A-D-O-N. Yeah. The first one, uh, J-A-Y-D-I-N, uh, sorry, J-A-Y-D-E-N, was in British Columbia, Canada, and he was born in 1976. Fuck off. Possibly the the first Jaden in the world with this particular spelling. Oh, okay. I mean, fair enough. I thought it was about a 1990 invention. It could have been 76. I wasn't there in British Columbia. I'd like to find this one. It said the, the first year that the, SA, the SSA listed the name, and those names in its annual list must be given to at least five children, was in 1977 for that one, J-A-Y-D-E-N. Oh, okay. Wow. Braden's. So there's no Jaden older than me. I had to look through Braden's. I like it. Oh, yeah. B-R-A-Y-D-E-N. I would have thought that's a bit older. Uh, just. There's a Braden Lyle. He was, he's a former AFL player who was born 1973. He's coming up on 50. I can buy, All of these names are just shit handwriting. Like doctors, it's Brendan or it's Jason or something. They've gone, oh, fuck, what's that? All right, and they just put it down. Parents go, yeah, I like that. And someone down the hall hears it. Away they go. You won't be surprised to find out what the Bradens are up to, the famous ones. Braden Davidson, track and field para-athlete. Yeah. Braden Holt, actor. Braden Irwin, ice hockey. Braden Lyle, AFL. Braden Maynard, AFL. Braden McNabb, ice hockey. Braden Mitchell, New Zealand Rugby Union. Braden Pierce, actor. Braden Point, ice hockey. Braden Shen, ice hockey. Yeah. Braden Schnur, tennis. Braden Williams, rugby league. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> There's no Braden such and such professor or, you know, author, (laughs) intellectual, doctor. And please hit us up. Yeah. Send us a message at midflybrawl on Instagram or midflybrawlpod at gmail.com. If if there's Jadens and Bradens killing the game, we want to promote it. We want to get the word out there. Oh, for sure. I'm open to it. I'd love to see a Braden or Jaden pilot, in fact. Um, Mate, I've, I've typed Braden into the news. Oh. Drunk. It's going to be bad news, isn't it? Drunk stone tosser led cops on stolen car chase. 
Brilliant. Braden playing at the Newcastle Knights. Uh, Tossa is in the is in the headline, is it? Yeah, it must have been somebody's written it about it. It's in quotes. Okay, or it's in England. You'll love, you'll love this one. Uh, high school basketball in Ohio. The mm. uh, the headline is "Move Over, Jaron. Here comes Braden." <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? Hold on, Shelby County. Where is this? Get to know student of the week, Braden Denson. Oh. Man, student of the week. How old? Like eight. Make it about to everyone. Oh no, grade twelve. All oh, right. What's your favourite subject in school? Automotive tech. What are your hobbies? Hunting, fishing, and rodeo. <laughs> Prove us wrong. <laughs> yeah. I can. There's more Bradens oh. getting chucked off horses <laughs> than there are writing books. <laughs> Definitely fixing them. <laughs> Man, so you know what I did the other day, mate? I tried I tried your favourite ever drink, proper 12 whiskey. Oh, so, <laughs> turns out sometimes people who grow up and spend their whole lives beating the shit out of others don't turn into world-class distillers no. of whiskey. It was revolting. That's a f- proper 12 for those that don't know. You probably figured out by their national anthem. It is the official beverage of Conor McGregor. It's uh it's his whiskey, proper twelve Irish whiskey. Yuck. Um yeah, not great, is it? No. It was awful. What? It was it was like a tastes like a fifteen, twenty dollar bottle that I used to sell. Like the just the gross. Yeah. Just you know, slightly yeah. under Jameson, you reckon? Oh, well under that. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking gross, man. There's a place in Melbourne on Russell Street called Whiskey Bar. Sells some of the best whiskies from around the world. And Daniel Sloss and I went in there. During Comedy Festival 2019, have a few drinks one night. We got some really nice whiskies, had a few different ones, a few Scottish ones, had a Japanese one. It was great. And we're getting blind. And then we spotted a bottle of Proper 12. Yeah. And we said, I would like your finest whiskey, Proper 12. And the bloke there was so angry. Yeah. We tried to keep a straight face for as long as we could. Finally, a real whiskey. He shouldn't have had it. Give me that. No, he said it's because of yeah. dickheads like us. Well, <laughs> he said that to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Paying customers. Well, laughing. With a big bill. He said, there's always a few of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, the, other, the other thing I saw was uh, I was up in Townsville the other day. It was the same night that all those ex-leaguies were trying to punch each other, I assume, for some form of charity. I oh. Don't know but they weren't in good shape. What was that about, the NRL boxing? I don't know. It appeared to be a bunch of old Queensland ones versus a bunch of old New South Wales ones. I mean, if you go from league to boxing, you got some issues anyway. But they didn't look – I I don't know. I only saw a little bit. I was at the gig. All-star fight night. Yeah, amazing. What, what a kick in the teeth that would be to an actual boxer to think more people watch some just, you know, out-of-shape old leaguey punching on, yeah. whereas, you know, you work real hard your whole life, see ya. I figured out it's the um, it's the equivalent of YouTubers selling tickets for comedy shows. Absolutely. It's the equivalent of actual children's authors having to deal with the likes of future you, <laughs> muscling in and going, I'll have this. I've got a name for myself. I'm getting in. <laughs> Nick and the Amazing Fart Machine. Yeah. What's the book going to be called? <laughs> Somebody on Instagram sent us a message about what your kids' book should be called. Oh, yeah? 
What? I'll have to find it. It was pretty great. It was like kids put your cigarettes out before bed. Oh, it was right. pretty good. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never see the light of day. Um, so, yeah, we better get cracking, mate. Oh, live show this this weekend. Yeah, well. Uh, on the 20th of Feb. So we're recording, on. We're recording this Monday night. Uh, that is Monday the 15th of Feb. And at this point, everything is pointing to being open in Melbourne this week. Dan Andrews is yeah. saying we're on track to open up Wednesday night, so it should be fine. Um, keep an eye out, though. If anything changes, we'll post um, We'll post the changes on Instagram. We'll send everyone messages. If I manage to make it there and they reduce the, um, the caps or something, I'll be standing at the door, so make sure you dress in your nicest clothing because you'll be turned away if you're one of the ones yeah. who's just making up the numbers. Yeah. You'll be... <laughs> You'll be turned away by a man. Nothing to do with when you turn up. You'll be turned away by a man wearing fucking Queensland Maroons thongs. Yeah. Telling you you're not dressed good enough for the gig. <laughs> <laughs> um, there are other shows on sale, though, because we do plan to be getting around over the next couple of months. Uh, Adelaide is on sale now. That's March 13 at the Rhino Room. And Brizzy, we're doing two live shows, March 20 and 21, with our good mates, Good Chat Comedy at Fritzenberger there at the top. Of Caxton. Um, yes. Um, Sydney in May with any luck and Perth in May as well, pending getting there. Yeah. Sydney and Perth should be, yeah, end of April, start of May around there. And we're doing three extra shows during Melbourne Comedy Festival. They'll be on sale now. And uh, If you want to watch, if you couldn't make it, if you missed out on tickets for the sold-out show this Saturday, we are putting it out on Zoom. So you can get your tickets on Zoom unless if you're a Patreon subscriber, 10 bucks and above. We'll hook you up uh, with the free link in your email shortly. But all that bullshit out of the way. Uh, peace out to the Braden that passed away. Sorry to hear. That's never nice. Uh, but we covered a lot of Braden and Jaden chat, then into leagueies. Should we talk actual plane <laughs> fights now? Let's do it, man. Bang. All right. So uh, quite excited because we're over at Air Canada Ooh. this week, August 28, 2012. <laughs> We're looking at uh, Halifax to Saskatoon. Is that a first for both of those? I think so, yeah. I mean, been around the region, around your Ganders, mm. your New Brunswick's, your drop-off areas, but um, never an actual flight from around there, yeah. around the island states. Um, quite a quite a colourful character couple involved this week. Rod Zimmer, 69-year-old politician. Good number. And his wife, aspiring actress, but then aren't we all, 23-year-old, Megan Sensenberger. We're on a flight to Saskatoon. Isn't that cute? Um, Forty-six years. That's a that's a bigger age gap than the one that involved everybody's favourite clean comedian Jerry Seinfeld, who was innocently and legally rooting a schoolgirl when he was about forty. Don't worry about it. He's funny. He doesn't swear. So oh, it's fine. Absolutely fine. The media can tend to be a little less forgiving on politicians. And um, Rod has waited until Megan was 21 to tell people about the sinister relationship. And then they got married when she was 22. Now, has he has he left a wife or anything to do this? Or no, 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 no. Okay, I don't think so. All right, because he has a. I'm having a look at a photo of Roddy. Is that a, a bit of work? You reckon? Yeah, he's had work. Wow, definitely. He's he's looking a bit Florida, Florida Rod. I reckon that's worse than the 46 year age gap or whatever it is. Is it a politician who's had plastic surgery? Yeah. You go, 
get out. Earning too much tax money. Um, it is a real-life fairy tale love story, though. I mean, she was working as a nanny in Toronto, waiting outside a bathroom with a nine-year-old boy when a man in a fancy suit approached her and said, and I quote, my name is Senator Rod Zimmer. And then they exchanged cards. And I know you've always got some at hand, but to me it's foreign to be slinking around in public with a stack of business cards with my contact details in my pocket, ready to hand out. Seems opportunistic and predatory to me, but who am I to judge? That's your thing. How many you reckon he'd handed out that day? Like that's not the first one out of the stack gone. Yeah. He's gone for the he hasn't gone the five hundred. He's gone pay the extra ten bucks and get a thousand of these each year. He was having a break. That's why he was near the toilet. He was going for a piss because he'd been so busy handing out his card to any woman he wanted to root. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Imagine handing out a card. Good God. Um yeah. so Megan, we've got some uh we've got some sweet audio footage. Megan opening up about it with a doddery, ill-looking rod right beside her. Yeah, they got interviewed on the news. Yeah. And it wasn't like a it wasn't like a current affair chase him down the driveway. Oh no. Rod, what are you doing, you old cunt? No. It wasn't that. It was like a nice sit down. What a beautiful love story. That's how nice Canadians are. Yeah. And um <laughs> they asked how did you meet and Rod said this to Megan. Why don't you tell her? Which shows just how old of a man we're dealing with. Yeah. Why don't you tell them? Hear this voice though. Why don't you tell her? <laughs> Clear your fucking throat, mate. Why don't you tell her? This, and this is what she said. I, I said no at first. Uh, not no to Rod, just no to how are we going to work this, you know. I wasn't so much worried about myself as I was his reputation and then, of course, my family. Like, they're the people who I have a reputation with. So, like, well, what are they going to think? So, at first, we were like, it was kind of a mutual no. I reckon Megan, M-A-Y-G-A-N, I reckon her family has seen stuff like this before. I don't think you just absolutely nail the first 23 years of your life and then bring home someone 46 years older than you. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I got questions about the, the mutual no as well. I don't reckon it was a no from Rod. I reckon he just couldn't talk and say no. I said, did you bring up the spelling of the name earlier? Not yet, no. <laughs> you just did. And, of course, <laughs> phonetic Megan. <laughs> I was starting to get worried. I'm like, is it spelled so poorly that your brain has blocked it out as to not cause you <laughs> to get too angry? Oh, no. I've been trying not to think about it for a week now. M-A-Y. reading about this. Oh, The revolving restaurant's a nice touch. He asked me in the actually revolving restaurant in Toronto, I made him do it twice because nobody was in the restaurant. Oh, Isn't that God. nice? Have you ever been in a revolving restaurant? Uh, no. Have you? You won't be surprised to know. That in 2009, one Nick Cody was in his favourite place of the world, the United States of America. Yeah. And I went to a revolving restaurant with my girlfriend at the time at the Space Needle in Seattle. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It was fucking horrendous. Sky City at the Space Needle. <laughs> Did you propose to her? Just chuck the fucking Diamante into a glass of Spumante and get down on your knee? She said, fuck off, you idiot. We're out of here. No, I just ate a piece of steak, an overpriced piece of steak as we slowly turned around. 
Yeah. Oh. And that, oh, fuck, I wish I'd gone back now because now I see Seattle Space Needle now boasts the world's only rotating glass floor. All oh, right. What? They've engineered it so it feels like you're sitting still because the restaurant's <laughs> revolving. Glass floor's probably revolving the other way. <laughs> you just sit there. I could say that about anywhere. The world's first and only revolving glass floor is now suspended and spinning slowly at the 500-foot level of Seattle's iconic 605-foot-tall space-age-inspired Space Needle. I'm not a fan of those buildings. We're chucking a fucking... We're putting a big pointy bit on the top yep. so we can claim height. Oh, yeah. Burj Khalifa does a bit of that. Like a TV antenna on the top. It's a fucking tippy-toe of the world records. Yeah, and it says you can go to the top. You ready to go to the top? You've got to pay extra to go right up to the tippy top and then you get out the top and you look up and fuck me, more building. We're, I had to show my ticket. I said I paid for the fucking top. Yeah. Get me to the top. And in the end you're just on a ladder or something, are you? <laughs> just a, the maintenance part of it. What a thrill. What an absolute thrill. I mean you can take that to your grave that you've done that. Went to the top of the Burj Khalifa. Yep, incredible. Looked out and realised, fuck me, Dubai's got no suburbs. I've never seen a place that goes from city to sand, quick sticks. Yeah. <laughs> no easing into the desert. You're not open air up that high, are you? No. I remember the floor out there was wooden, which felt weird. Like it didn't feel as solid as I was hoping. There were little yeah. There were little gaps in between the, the pieces of wood. You know, I don't think I'd trust a glass floor, much less a rotating one yeah. at any sort of height. There was no need for it. Um, well, yeah, Rod Rod sort of made a few comments as well about their relationship when he could get a word in. <laughs> Megan's the actress, obviously. No, he's, the only thing he said at the end, it was about um, a lot of people may have their own opinions oh, yeah, yeah. on their relationship. And remember, this is coming from this man. Why don't you tell me? He said at the very end. <laughs> Stay out of their way. Leave them alone. Don't make judgments. Don't make judgments. Yeah. Oopsie mm. daisy, we better delete this episode. What he said was, <laughs> don't make judgments. Why would you do that? Well, because taxpayers foot the bill for generous political widow pensions. That's why, Rod. <laughs> <laughs> don't make judgments. When you've got a 23-year-old wife and you sound like this. Why don't you tell her? I will oh, make man. fucking judgments. He did say that she, she makes him feel young, though, which is, you know, that's nice. Very nice indeed. I don't think so. I think that's like seeing a 55-year-old dad of a newborn. You go, you can't keep up with this. This is going to fall apart. Absolutely not. Yeah. It's exhausting. Yeah. A little tip from the top, don't have babies past your late 30s if you're a bloke. It's, you know, not enough gets said about how hard it is for men, but uh, quite hard. (laughs) The whole ordeal (laughs) and everything to do with it. Fucking exhausting. Um, She said, Megan said uh, they have a lot in common, such as she is a certified personal trainer, whereas he used to be able to do stuff like swim. <laughs> Why don't you? Um, <laughs> can you lock that in? That's got to st- that's got to be on the on the board. Lock it into the toy forever. Like it's fairly, it's a standalone. People aren't going to have to go. Oh, I need to know Rod Zimmer. Yeah, what's the to know what they're talking about? Just so why don't you tell them? Why don't you tell them? <laughs> Rod. That voice. Rod that's, was, that's not a bad MP3, by the way, or WAV file. I haven't fucked up. It's not a corrupt file. And the toy's freaking out saying, hey, can you can you import that file again? There's something wrong with it. 
That's a human's voice. Why don't you tell me? (laughs) That's Rod, the Rod we all know and love. Rod, at the time, was older than Megan's grandfather. (laughs) That is, that's got to be fairly uncommon. They um, they got married, and his family didn't come. Uh, you know why? Dead. Well, yeah, mostly. (laughs) (laughs) No, Megan said. Rod's family didn't come because it was an Anglican church instead of Catholic. Yeah, bullshit. <laughs> as if that's as if those two care about each other. Let's go. No, no, you can do it. It's fine. Yeah, it's not that far apart. Um, Found a loophole. They, uh, yeah, they they got a dog, and they called it Tinkerbell. Probably his choice of dog and name. Even your dog would bash that dog. Oh, my dog bashes dogs a lot bigger than her. Like it's. It's, it's got the heggy spirit. Pain in the ass, my dog. She'll fight. Um, so anyway, so they're on a plane, Rod. I haven't even got to that yet. Rod, Rod has started to complain about tightness in his chest, selfishly, just as Megan was trying to relax and have a couple of beverages. Um, so they ended up, they had an argument about how serious it was. And this ended up with Megan telling the love of her life that she was going to slit his throat and take the whole fucking plane down. Excuse the language. Woo! That's a direct quote. <laughs> Thank God she's not my personal trainer. Oh. I can feel a fucking ting in my back. I think I'm a, you know what, I might need to roll out more. Shut the fuck up, bitch. I'll set this gym on fire. I'll kill everyone in here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thought you were going to tell me a good stretch to do. Modern day boot camp, isn't it? It's, I mean, she said the last part of this, I'll take this whole plane down while she's standing right near the big red handle. Which I admit, even I admit, that's a tempting handle. It looks like a cartoon, doesn't it? On a yeah. plane, you go, fuck, what's this button do? It's got a real, that sort of vibe about it. Of course, it's impossible to open at altitude, thank fuck. Um, Megan, if she wanted to make good on her threats, she wouldn't have been the first person to slit Rod's throat, although she would be the first not to be a surgeon removing cancers. Oh, no. don't. T- is that why he sounds like this? Why don't you tell him? Yeah. What's happened? Oh, fuck yeah. you, cunt. <laughs> so well done making fun of cancer all that time, Nick. Hey, I had a tumour cut out of my mouth in 2012, a big tumour on the inside of my cheek, and guess what? Why don't you tell me? I sound fine. And now that you're a cancer survivor, <laughs> you have licence to make whatever sort of jokes you want. <laughs> yeah, thank you. It's much like I claim my shaky hands, I can just make jokes about Parkinson's. Because I've got a copper deficiency. Can you go over to Parkinson's from a copper imbalance? Yeah, copper imbalance. It's not a deficiency. I've got too much for it. Too much of it, sorry. Um, no, nah, it seems fine. I don't think people like you can realise how difficult it is for me as a comedian to have absolutely nothing wrong with me. Mm. I have I have trouble <laughs> making fun of anything. i just got to play it safe. You didn't pass the Army Reserves, the Army Reserves psych test. <laughs> you got stuff wrong with you. It's just not physical ailments. <laughs> Yeah, but then, I mean, the testers, they passed your fucking Westboro Baptist College graduate <laughs> alumni and best mate, Julian Knight. He passed. West, West, Westbourne grammar. Westbourne grammar, whatever. Slightly different than Westboro Baptist. He passed straight down to Hoddle Street, didn't he? So yeah. maybe something wrong with the test. Um, oh, so what happened to what happened to Rod? He had a cancer cut out. Yeah, well, among other ailments that go with being, he says sixty nine. I reckon one hundred and twenty. Mm. Um, 
The charge of endangerment was upheld later on for Megan, but the uttering threats beef was dropped because Rod didn't want to pursue charges against his wife or maybe just no one understood what he was saying. Uh, Who knows? Her lawyer said that they're very close and it was a difficult time for them without specifying exactly what was the most difficult part of the life of an aspiring young actress and a rich wrinkly on his last legs. So Megan got a suspended sentence out of it. Oh, that's nice. Away she goes. Well, they were having a tough time. He was borderline heart attack and she's maggot and tiny. Yeah, that sounds tough. <laughs> I mean, as problems go, pretty tough. Um, had a look at Megan, as you might have done, and yep. had, to, had a bit of a dig around, bit of a live wire character, <laughs> a lot of disturbances. Um, she's quite familiar with the filth. This isn't the first time she's had the pigs come and take her away somewhere. In, um, I'll go through chronologically. In 2007, when she was 18, she had a DD charge against her. So she knows what a court is. What's DD? Oh, drink driving. Sorry. Drink driving, yeah. Yep. Oh, sorry. DUI over there, isn't it? Yeah. Um, in 2014, she booted the window of a squad car out after being arrested for a disturbance at a medical office. Anytime I go to the doctor, I'm just a one, sorry, sir, we don't take bulk billing away from just kicking the fuck out of any cop car I see. What has happened in the medical office? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know what the lead-up was, but she's used a lit cigarette and a handheld fan (laughs) as a weapon against two women. I'm with Megan here. If you're in a 2v1 fight, you discover that we've all got a little bit of MacGyver in us. I think she's lit up a durry and got out the fan and just blown embers at her enemies. I'm not sure. That's a a bogan smoke signal. Yeah. Come help get the winnie blue with the handheld fan. I mean, I tell you, it's far more effective and should be, you know. Have you ever just lit up a lighter and just sprayed an aerosol can through it? Fucking oath I have. Oh, man, superb. That's probably year eight, the whole year. That was my childhood <laughs> weapon of choice against wasp nests. <laughs> And we got a lot in our backyard. You just flame throw the fuckers off and you can hear them all hitting the ground, like going onto, onto the ground. You go, fuck yeah, got them all. See what I mean? So, no physical ailments. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the sounds of wasp bodies dropping. Oh, yeah. Isn't it great? Oh, that was. That's your fucking <laughs> napalm in the morning. <laughs> I started a fire doing that once. It just, it, it really started to to go get the hose real quick. It was yeah. It was a Queensland summer. I just knocked off a wasp nest, and uh, didn't really. I, I was, I, you know, I was a fucking ten or twelve or something. Obviously, I wasn't thinking. A lot of dry leaves under that wasp nest. Yeah, and uh, a bad time could have been had by the whole neighbourhood. That's probably an ad for Bundaberg ginger beer because they can't put you on the rum ad. But after you just flame throw a wasp nest down and then put out the fire. <laughs> Slow-mo shot of you cracking. Yeah. <laughs> Pulling the top off a of ginger beer and sculling it. And a, a fucking full-on bushfire in the background. Um, in, uh, in February 2015, Megan has opened the front door of her house with a knife in each hand. Halloween? Well, made me think. She must have opened it with a foot or maybe a teeth. How do you open the door with a fucking knife in two knives? Yeah. Anyway. Yet another suspended sentence for that. Maybe Rod's house. I got a. I got a feeling. If this is your voice, why don't you tell her? You've got a lot of buttons and things around your house. 
automatic. She's so angry. She got on that chair that goes really slowly <laughs> down the stairs with a knife in each hand and just had to wait till it gets to the bottom. Um, I mean, she probably is. There's a fucking, I assume there's like a plastic chair in the shower. That'd be the sort of place Rod lives. Mm. She's got to put up with that. Yuck. Um, she got another suspended sentence for that. I reckon they've suspended. I, I reckon they'd unsuspend one of mine if I threatened the cops with knives. <laughs> <laughs> like you're already on a suspended sentence for the plane thing and then I'll just suspend another one until something really bad happens. Uh, the cops were there originally to have a chat about a disturbance which involved her husband falling down the stairs. Wow. I don't think anyone has ever fallen downstairs. <laughs> Have you ever fallen downstairs? It's No. <laughs> fallen means something else. Um, also... Anytime there has been a fall, if I've ever been anywhere where there is an accident, someone's fallen over, I tend to not go to the kitchen and grab two knives first. No, I wouldn't think so. I tend to get the fuck out of there because people are sus when someone's fallen over and you're nearby, especially laughing. <laughs> Standing and laughing. Yeah. Bad combo. <laughs> anyway, this particular one, that uh, that wasn't her. It was a booze. Oh, thank fuck. Rod Zimmer, otherwise known as The Frame. Uh, has apologised on her behalf. You reckon Rod said this at the at the bottom of the stairs? Have a look what you've done. Have a look what you've gone and done. Your mum's upset. Megan. <laughs> <laughs> Megan does get angry when she drinks, etc. She went to rehab after that, so no harm, no foul. Um, here's a good one. In 2016, right, the lovebirds were out of town conveniently, when a disgruntled handyman robbed their house and stole a safe with Rod's will in it. Oh. <laughs> I'm sus. Then, yeah. in addition to this, the handyman has, uh, he stole, you, you fucking ready for this, I'll tell you a list of things that the handyman stole. So we got the safe. Revolvers. <laughs> Pistols. Carbines. 22 calibers, 12-gauge shotguns, plus Russian and French Civil War rifles. Not all of those insured goods. Oh, man, 27 firearms in total. I mean, I've said it before, I'll say it again, I'm all for guns. But uh, (laughs) somebody sounds like Rod, maybe he's not as accurate as your average American when shooting. No, I doubt that. I reckon he's very accurate. But again, I, d- I don't think <laughs> I don't think this bloke. Why don't you tell her? How many guns do you have? Why don't you tell her? Twenty-seven. Why don't you tell her? Twenty-seven. And if you ask him, hey, hey, you old man, why do you have twenty-seven guns? Stay out of their way. Leave them alone. Don't make judgments. <laughs> Seems Rob was an enthusiast, or maybe he just wanted something to hand to defend himself for when his wife throws him downstairs again. Um. <laughs> The handyman, he's planned the heist and lined up sales of the guns along with his murderer mate who was being wiretapped at the time and that's how they got caught. Like handymen, they are fucking ticking time bomb. Real real dodgy handymen, aren't they? Yeah. He was um his name was Michael LaRoque and he was already in the shit for filching money from old people and then not doing the repairs he promised. Just standard handyman. Misdemeanors. Hold on, what was the surname? 
Michael LaRoque. Your mate. It's a French. <laughs> All over it. French Canadian, not my <laughs> mate. I um I mean I don't I don't personally know any twenty three year old women, let alone ones whose first choice in a partner is a bloke who resembles a fucking jacket potato. But um <laughs> he's one of those one of those guys whose eyes are permanently wide. You know how wide-eyed old men get, indicating that God is becoming more visible to them by the day. <laughs> Just the tunnel opening up of their eyes. I, I reckon it's a. You know, is that is that cataracts or is that the Grim Reaper yeah. on the horizon? <laughs> <laughs> you can just see the hood. Uh, yeah, they huh? um. After after three wonderful years of retirement, triggered by an ongoing scandal over improper expense claims, otherwise known in the business as health concerns, uh, it turned out Jesus wanted the senator for a sunbeam. Oh. Rod Zimmer died of natural causes, which I assume transpired at the bottom of the staircase, in June 2016 at the tender age of 73 gone too soon. Oh, sorry to hear, Rod. Rod. had actually separated from the then 27-year-old Megan in the months before his timely death. Wow. Um, he left a will, one that hadn't been stolen, <laughs> handwritten, no less, oh. giving, giving her $100,000. She, uh, she tried to get the million-dollar house, but he but she gave up on that when the family fought back. So Jesus needed an extra twenty-seven firearms up there. Yeah. So he's called on, called on Rod to come up. Never have too many guns, <laughs> no matter who you are. Um, hundred and seventy-six thousand dollars in political expenses unexplained were owing out of the estate. Although, in the gun heist, a bunch of Megan's furs were found in the house where the stolen stuff was recovered in a chest freezer. Cops rarely look there. <laughs> so that might explain some of the 176 grand. Yeah. Nothing more sus than having clothes in the freezer. Oh. <laughs> that is, you, I, I prefer to explain a, a dead body than that <laughs> when the filth came to my house. Yeah. You know what? You, you come to my place, all my clothes are in the cupboard. And that's because I bought them <laughs> with money I made. <laughs> I got, right. I got no need to freeze any fucking hoodies. It's fine. Rod's um, Rod's once removed widow, Megan, started collecting his pension for the rest of her life. Nineteen thousand seven hundred dollars per annum. Not bad, but also not that good. Yeah, yeah, that's um, not enough for the shit that you're going to cop over it. I reckon. Because what what did that be about thirty thousand Aussie maybe? Yeah. Oh, it's Canadian. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Close to 30. Not enough. I mean, although she is young and if she lives to 90, no reason she wouldn't, never worked a day in her life, this will be over $2 million, courtesy of Mr. and Mrs. T. Payer. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I can see her doing other stuff, like an OnlyFans or something. Maybe she separated when she realised. She's like, fucking what? Like in the last sort of moments at his deathbed, which lasted many years by the look of things. But, you know, the sort of the end game has been, oh, you'll be looked after. I'm going to give you a hundred grand plus thirty grand a year. She's like, "Fucking what? I thought it'd be millions." No. And then they've uh, separated. In worse news than all of this, 
I've used up all of my Canada National Post articles for the whole fucking year <laughs> finding this out. So you're not going to hear a peep out of Canadian stories for probably 11 months. Till 2022. No more about Canada. Yeah. Just next to him on the deathbed saying, so am I going to get all of it? Yeah. And he's looked over to the accountant and said, why don't you tell him? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not all bad news for Megan. Obviously, she's got a long and prosperous career ahead of herself in uh, acting. Um, showcased on YouTube. Yeah, of course. Before we get to it, the uh, let's be honest, she shouldn't have expected millions when it starts by him hitting her up outside a toilet and then a proposal in a revolving restaurant. Oh, yeah. That story rarely ends with, and then I got millions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should be fucking stoked with that six figures. Oh, man. I mean, I'm not worried about Megan. I think she'll be fine even without the pension because her acting skills are showcased on the internet. Uh, most prominently in a uh, an hilarious parody ad for sex dolls, which involves a bloke dumping his actual real-life girlfriend headfirst into a wheelie bin in favour of Candy. And uh, Megan stars as Candy, the sex doll, in this. And what a, what a treat it was. Did you watch it? I most certainly did. If you send me a clip, I'm fucking watching it. You've never wasted my time with a YouTube link. Yeah. So I was very, very happy, and I think, I think it's how we should end the episode. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. I'm out. I'm done. That's it in the beautiful tale of <laughs> Megan. And Rod, a modern love tragedy. Before we go, you said before she could make millions of dollars uh, for free Canadian taxpayer pension money if she lives to 90. But there hasn't been a 90-year-old Megan before, and I don't think there's going to be one in the future. So Canadian taxpayers, just rest knowing your cash is not going anywhere fast. Well, I don't know, man. I'm not. Jury's out for me on that. I've, I've, uh, I look forward to 300 years from now when you and I are sitting there <laughs> in heaven, speaking to the first Saint Jaden. <laughs> also, socialites because they do fuck all do tend to have a good run. Oh yeah, they don't have to do much. Yeah. So yeah, she'll she'll be all right. But anyway, let's show some of her acting. Uh, thanks for having us, everyone. Um, check out Land Larrikins if you're a, if you're a patron. If not, sucked in. And uh, see you next week, mate. I've got to go. All the dates are up now for Adelaide and Brisbane live shows. More are going to be added soon. Sydney and Perth, I believe, will be added soon. Maybe even a Tassie. We're just trying to figure all these out. Um, hopefully overseas when we can fucking go there. But patreon.com slash midflybrawl at midflybrawl on Instagram. And we leave you with some sensational acting from Megan Sensenberger. See you, mate. Say ya. Why don't you tell Throw out your girlfriend and replace her with Candy. Candy can also play pool. Me? I have the big ones. You, you have the small ones. Concentrate on the balls. And shoot straight for once. You can have candy for only two easy payments of $2. Only pay $20,000 for porking and grooming fees. And if you're not completely satisfied, we will give you back your $4. Listen to the satisfied customer's testimony. Before, I didn't grow. Now, I grow. 
Andy has a five-year warranty or 100,000 kilometers worth of coming and going. Candy even washes herself. Candy will let you know when a problem arises. I need oil. I'm leaking. If you miss your ex, you can still sit on the couch and watch boring movies. Simply program Candy so that she acts like your ex. Oh, look at her undressing herself for no reason. Candy, satisfaction guaranteed, or we'll give you back your ex and her mother. Order your candy now. Candy! Thanks for tuning in to Midair Brawl. This is our very first episode. Heggy, you're already shaking your head. It's mid-flight brawl, dickhead. Oh, fucking hell. Okay, ready to go. The clap. Hang on, sorry, I fucked it. Clap. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.